You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Curtain up theater people and welcome to your program is your ticket. My name is Sean Chandler and I'll be your host. Your program is your ticket is a discussion of all types and levels of theater works and the people and organizations that make it happen. As many of you know, Your Program is Your Ticket is a helpful system where your program is literally your ticket to get into the theater and smaller, more intimate productions. It's these works we like to highlight, and it's our goal on this show to feature as many of these productions as possible while still discussing the biggies. Tonight's episode of Your Program is Your Ticket has me in Gates Mills, Ohio, where I'm speaking with various members of Home Fires Burning, an Ohio-based production company dedicated to bringing top-level theater to the Northeastern Ohio area. My guests are legendary music teacher, music director, and former music chair, Pat Hainish, who speaks of her phenomenal teaching background. That's my description. She's a very humble lady, but I think that she's a phenomenal legend. Her students include some of Broadway's best and brightest stars, who continually sing her praises. Like what I did there? Also on the show, marketing and production experts Jill and Neil Markey discuss the many, many facets of putting together these amazing events. Now, these folks were interviewed at different times throughout the day to accommodate rehearsal schedules, so you may hear differences in audio and background ambiance, just an FYI. Now, without further ado, I give you the good people from Home Fires Burning. Folks, please welcome to the show, Pat Hainish from Home Fires Burning. Hi, Pat, and welcome to your program is your ticket. Hi, Sean. I am so excited to be here today to speak with you. I am excited to have you here today. I remember the last time I saw you was at the Broadway Comes to Chagrin event, and you were music directing, and you were we were sitting up on the stage. I don't know if you remember, but it was myself, my husband David, and his 88-year-old Aunt Flo who, I, in my opinion, stole the show, but which is very, very difficult to do from all that wonderful talent <laughs> on stage. Uh, that was so much fun, and you guys did a great job. Um, tell our audience about your function with Home Fires Burning. I have really enjoyed being part of Home Fires Burning, which is a local organization, and we try to bring top-notch talent to our area, which is Chagrin Falls, East Cleveland area, we have loved being able to bring in Broadway-level talent and create that hometown connection. You may remember uh, Corey Cott, who mm-hmm. was actually from Chagrin Falls area, was part of Broadway Comes to Chagrin. Mm-hmm. Um, I was lucky enough to be able to direct Corey in several of his high school musicals and be part of watching him go on and, as we know, make it big on Broadway. Oh, sure. 
He's a fabulous talent. And uh, I think we all work together on Home Fires Burning, everyone helping out, whether it's behind the scenes or musical direction, something on the stage, technical. We try to work together and support all uh, local, the local performers that we do bring in in, in what we do. Now, um, I understand at this point, everybody uh, just jumps in and helps where they need to help, and that's, that's an excellent spirit. Is your, is your focus uh, more uh, about the music or music direction? I know that you have uh, a bachelor's in music, music education and a master's in music and theater. Um, is, is, is that, do you sort of take the reins for that part of the... I really like to be involved in the actual production part of it and being there to support the performers, whether obviously if they need any um, rehearsal help or anything like that, but specific, more specifically probably in watching the production coming together and making sure that we've covered everything so it can run as smoothly as possible and be the best possible experience for the performers and all those who come to enjoy the show. That's outstanding. Now, um, I have to say, you are legendary. You really are. The, the legend of Pat Hainish re reached me long before Pat Hainish did. Um, I mean, people just sing your praises all the time. And, and you, you've had um, a career of developing talent and creating these, these in incredibly, incredibly wonderful performers. Talk about that a little bit. Uh, I've been very blessed over the years of teaching. I was a public school teacher, music teacher, and music supervisor for many years. And I've been lucky enough to have five students go on to Broadway. Wow. And that is so heartwarming to see them reach their goal and to be the amazing performers that they are and to know that I was there kind of in the beginning and able to help them, you know, find this passion and love that they have, obviously, for what they do. Besides Corey, do you want to name them? <laughs> um, Corey has a brother named Casey Cott. Right. <laughs> Rob Sapp, who you know mm -hmm. um, did Broadway Comes to Chagrin. Yes, nice guy. Um, Aaron Ramey is another um, Broadway performer, has done, I think, about at least eight shows. Wow. Um, Jason Weston is another, actually a co-student uh, with, with Rob, who was at Solon High School when I was directing there. And um, Jason did Mamma Mia on Broadway and several other shows. So I've enjoyed watching them. And I have students who are in production and tech, um, who are teaching and performing music and theater all over, whether they're in Chicago or in L.A. Right. Um, and it's my joy to try to go around and see them and watch them perform now as adults and uh, enjoy the career that they've carved out for themselves. Excellent. Um, talk about two or three of the specific biggest highlights of your career. You've, there's probably many but can you pull about two or three of them and talk about them? and, uh, and uh... Sure. I think um, seeing Rob Sapp, and this was a number of years ago, when he uh, first went into Wicked, and he was a part of the original company and then was actually um, pulled in to become the Tin Man, to become Bach. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, he called me and told me. Uh-huh. And then when I was able to go to New York and actually see him on stage in his first major, major Broadway show, um, was just an unbelievable thrill. I bet. <laughs> and that's, that is a big show. Yes. It's, it's, it's continuously sold out. Um, it's, I live right up the street from it, so I, I go see visit it probably once every two mm-hmm. or three months. And um, it's, it's a monster show, and they're all over the place. Right. Wow. And I, I want to say, if I'm, not, if I'm remembering correctly, that he was, if not the first person, one of the first people to take over for Christopher Fitzgerald in that part. He was, I believe he was the first one. And that's, so. that's, that's awesome. That's legendary. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I, um, I've seen that show probably 15 times, and um, I probably have seen Rob in that show. I'm, I'm sure, sure you have. In fact, he just left the national tour. He's been with the show on and off, I think, since about 2003. It's been quite a while. And um, he currently covers three roles when he goes out on tour. So he's either Zazu or he Oh, this is, is the Lion and, King. This right? is Lion... Oh, yeah, okay, sorry. Yeah. That's okay, Lion yeah. King. Uh, sorry. I was going to say, I know he, he, he does Lion King as well. He does Lion King. And this is Lion King he's still very, very involved with. Very active. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's great. Um, what inspired you to become a part of Home Fires Burning? I think um, realizing how much I wanted to continue working with young students as well as professionals in the field. And my love and passion is really musical theater. Mm -hmm. And um, by bringing the Broadway artists in, this was a real way for me to be able to continue to support something that I love so much and feel it's such a wonderful opportunity for people to get away and forget about everything else for a few minutes and just enjoy that performance that is on the stage and to be able to realize what a different world we can create by making one of those performances happen. Right. Let your imagination take flight a little bit. Um, Are there any shows that you haven't done that you love that you would like to be part of as the musical director? Um, that's a that's a tough one. One of my favorites, but I have done it. One of my favorites has always been Secret Garden, and um, I have directed that professionally um, in the Cleveland area at Baldwin Wallace, and also I've directed it at the high school level. And I was lucky enough that my son actually played the role of Archie his senior year in high school, and that truly was. Uh, very much a highlight of my career and being able to watch him perform that role on stage. I'm sure. Um, How do you um, switch gears between directing a professional production and a high school production? Um, What what are the the differences in technique and style that you have to bring to the the stage? Sure. Um, When you're working with students, there is such an element of education because you know some kids have had a lot of experience and some have had no experience so you have to find where each student is and then you have to take them my goal is always to set the bar or the standard so high and expect that the kids are going to get there and they do when you have high expectations you're usually able to take them some take more time than others and Um, some need more training but 
they can usually get there. And I think when they know that you have that faith in them, they will do everything they can. Where a professional performer already has that confidence and right. they've had some successes and they know kind of what it's all about. Um, so they come in at a different level. Right. And so that's, I enjoy helping the students get there. Are there any special techniques that you use um, to, to make them feel comfortable and more confident uh, in their performances? I think the way you handle rehearsals and work with students, um, respecting each individual for whatever they can do and taking them from where they are and then you know, letting them know, I can really help you get to this level if you follow these techniques, if you do your warm-ups, if you, you know, want to study further, you know, we can take you to a much higher level. And also giving students the opportunity to see professional productions, which is why I think Home Fires Burning is such a great way to bring theater to a local area and letting the kids really see what perhaps their dreams could be when mm -hmm. they are realized. That's lovely. That's, that's so, so nice. When we live in a world where, um, you, you know, we go through phases where we see theater arts being, you know, butchered fiscally, um, it's so nice that there is a company out there that is promoting uh, bringing theater to people who may not really have, have been exposed to it and, and not just to see it, but to perform it. That's really cool. And because there is always, in every school, I don't care where you go in the world, there's always one or two people who, whether they say it or not, really want to be involved in theater. And um, to I know that what's made the difference for them has been to have that individual standing in front of them going, it's okay and I can show you how. So that's, um, that's so edifying. And uh, it must uh, make you feel really good to to look back on things and to look forward on things that that's what you're doing. It's 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 wonderful. Um, what is your hope for the future of theater in general? Well, my hope is that audiences will keep attending so we can keep supporting theater. Obviously, um, we're very lucky in the Cleveland area because there is a lot of professional theater as well as uh, a lot of semi-professional. Um, theater available. So you can really take your pick of many, many different types of theater, whether it be musicals, dramas, uh, dance companies, there, there's just so much available. But my hope is that um, I really feel in the world we are, live in today, we need theater, we need the arts. It's a way to, um, to get away and to take away some of the tension and frustration that we may feel. I think it's um, a great way for people to learn to work together and enjoy something together. And I just see it as, as a real need for, uh, for us as we continue with, with all the 20th century devices and all the electronics that people are into. I think it's really great to go to something where they say, turn off the cell phone, turn off those devices, and just sit and enjoy and think about the story or think about what you're seeing or enjoy the orchestra. It's, it's all there. 
I'm, I'm so glad that you said that. <laughs> it makes me crazy when people are on their phones during during uh, shows. And, and I just think to myself, just watch it. Just enjoy it. I mean, if you, if you want to watch a screen, go to the movies or stay at home. These are people that are acting out something in three-dimensionally in real time in front of you, and it, it takes tremendous technique. I know recently... Uh, we went to the Madonna concert and they had us take our phones and stick them in these little pouches that lock and, and, and they lock while you're in this theater. It was very, very interesting because it's just a bunch of, you know, well, most of the people that were at the concert were middle-aged, but a bunch of middle-aged <laughs> people just staring at each other while we waited until 10 o'clock before she went on. Um, <laughs> now I've asked you a lot of like hardball questions. So I'm going to wrap it up with, with one um, that I think would interest people. And that besides musical theater, what is your favorite type of theater? Oh, that's interesting. Um, I think I like probably the best because I, I love plays also and drama. I love Shakespeare. Mm -hmm. um, I've seen Shakespeare in London at the National Shakespeare Company and um, nice. just love that so that that is a real favorite for me and i also like very strong dramas where the story just really captures you um and and you can just lose yourself within that play and within the characters do you have a favorite or two um other than uh, a number of Shakespeare productions that I've seen, um, there's so many to pick from. I, I still love Romeo and Juliet, mm -hmm. one of the classics. Um, and I've seen a couple of versions of Little Women on stage that have been very, very uh, compelling. The play, right? The play, right. the play, right. Because there is a musical. Though, right, right. yes, there is. Again. And I've yeah. seen that also, but um, yeah, the, the play. Um, and I've seen some wonderful things at Stratford Festival in Canada. Mm -hmm. um, they have some excellent theater there that I've really enjoyed. Very, very cool. Um, would, it, would it be okay, since you mentioned Romeo and Juliet, <laughs> if I gave a recommendation for a show? Sure. Okay. Of okay. course. Um, I wanted to recommend a show that's called And Juliet, and it's playing in London. Um, my husband and I went to London like a week and a half ago, and it's new, and it tells the story of, of okay, it's, it's Romeo and Juliet, but it's Anne Hathaway, who is William Shakespeare's what I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't realize that there were two Anne Hathaways, but um, I'm, I'm not a big Shakespeare fan normally. But um, she goes to William Shakespeare and she says, I don't like the way Romeo and Juliet ended and I would like to rewrite it. And because of the fact that he's always pushed her so far in the background, she guilts him into letting her do that. And she and eventually they together rewrite the story of Romeo and Juliet where, or the ending of it where she doesn't die. She's like, what if she doesn't kill herself because she had this failed three-day romance with this guy? And it's a jukebox musical, and for everyone that's going, Ugh, it's actually a catalog of modern music that's done by a um, a very uh, popular pop songwriter. He's written okay. music for Britney Spears and like uh, Oops, I Did It Again, and it's it works. 
And I think it's because he's, you know, we're not using like an album that we're shoehorning songs in, mm -hmm. but it's, it is really terrific. And I think, I hope it, it, it comes to America. It's, it's excellent. So if you're in London, please go see that. So just thank you very much for letting me do that. I really wanted to give them a shout out. Great so, choice. Oh. I would love to, I'm going to be watching for it now. Oh, it's, <laughs> it is so good. Fun, funny, fast paced, dancing's great. I dug it big time. Um, well, Pat, it has been an absolute honor to have you on the show, and um, you have been an, a terrific guest and um, an even better influence on the lives of so many people as you've brought theater to them and taught them and, and been patient with them. And um, I absolutely, completely appreciate it. Um, so, thank you, Pat Hainish, for... Uh, from Home Fires Burning for being on your program is your ticket. Thank you so much. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a Happy price. Got your happy price, price line. Folks, please welcome to the show Neil and Jill Markey from Home Fires Burning. Hi, Neil and Jill, and welcome to your program is your ticket. Hi, Sean. Thanks, Sean. I, I think it's so interesting that I'm saying hi and welcoming you two to your program is your ticket because you have worked so much with this show. Um, you were so wonderful in putting together the Broadway Comes to Chagrin event and letting me come out and, and interview everybody, and that was super fun. Plus, I have to say, um, uh, my husband David and I have known Neil and Jill for like 20, 25 years because David worked with Neil at an advertising agency um, in another lifetime ago. <laughs> And in another country called Brentwood, and um, that's actually not a country for those of you who don't know LA really well. Um, and and uh, you have four daughters, and three of them are active in theater. Two of them have done internships with myself and David, and one of them gave a brilliant performance in my play last year. So uh, you have been like such a wonderful. Um, supporter of the show and, and a million other things. And I'm glad that you're on the show. I, I'm surprised we are. We never thought we'd be on this side I of it. <laughs> really? <laughs> and usually, usually everyone, they're usually sitting to my, to my left and, and they're listening and, and, and uh, they're good listeners too. So that's great. Taking notes. Right. <laughs> now you have created this great new production company um, called Home Fires Burning. Uh, tell our audience a little bit about Home Fires Burning. Well, it sort of um, started, like most things we do, organically. It just sort of happened. Um, and as you know, the, when Broadway Comes to Chagrin uh, was first started, that was a fundraiser for a local theater. And um, we found uh, Gary Gottfried, who and Rob Sapp were the were sort of spearheaded that, along with Pat Hainish. Mm -hmm. And... Um, they brought us on to help uh, with the marketing and the advertising of the show and um, 
quickly came to realize that we, you know, because of our involvement with the local theaters and the high school theaters and our daughter's theaters, um, that we actually knew a lot. Plus, from our other life in advertising with production, right. you know, we had a lot of um, knowledge there. So um, we just found that we all really liked working together and really enjoyed this part and the the emotional benefits that came from putting that production together and um, just having the you know the the Broadway talent come to a small town in you know northeastern Ohio. Um, just the benefits were great. We were like, we need to do more of this. And the stars and the um, talent that came were like, you guys need to do more of this. Right. Right. They all all had a great time. You could tell. They all had so much fun doing it. Um, and it, it's, you know, I think whenever you, you give back and you help, um, it's it's great for, for the soul. And um, I, I could really feel that emanating that from them when, when I was interviewing them. So... Excellent work. Now, what are your specific functions, or do you just do everything that needs to be done? I think with any small business or organization, you have to wear a lot of hats. Mm -hmm. You just do. But um, we handle most of the marketing, um, arranging things like having you come and and talk to everyone, um, help facilitate... um, the the call sheet for the day and make sure when people come in from out of town that they have what they need you know there's a lot of production stuff that mm-hmm. we do along with the marketing yeah. and I think that does come from our background for from with commercial production right um, it's just there's a lot of logistics that um, that just you know I mean you know David was a master at it um, <laughs> you know with uh, overseeing production at at our agency um, you know he was he was very quietly in the wings but you know pulling the strings <laughs> right yeah. yes he's he's, so, and he's just, good at pulling strings yeah for and sure. it's just there's a lot of details that, that I think we're good at that we, mm-hmm. we we just know know what has to be done now did a lot of that come from having your daughters be so interested and in, in invested in theater arts I think yeah a big part of it um, knowing to seeing the actor side of it, you know, we live with it. Right. Sure. <laughs> you know, we look the you know the the highs and the lows, the angst and the uh, the worries and stuff, and and also just you know treating them with actors and talent with the respect that they deserve and and the sensitivity that they need, and and just you know being wary of that. Right. Not wary, aware. <laughs> well, <and laughs> they're creative professionals like we are. Sure. But it's just a different medium. So we share a lot of common issues and, I think, concerns and fears and joys and anything that, a, you know, creative and, professionals, we feel deeply. And Jill, in particular, is really good about um, honoring their, their brands, sure. you know, the brand of a, of a talent. Oh, like yeah. When a, when a Broadway person comes in or a television personality comes in, any kind of, you know, celebrity you have to you have to honor that. You have to like you know make sure that they're comfortable and that we're not asking them to do anything that would you know tarnish their image or not that we ever would, but you know or just that they were comfortable with and that they that be respectful of that. Oh, absolutely. Um, they work very very hard to mm-hmm. to build these images. Um, there's a lot of of you know I, I'm, the best way I can put it is like you know climbing into that if you will. It's it is. 
literally an uphill climb to get where most of these mm. people are. Absolutely. Now, when they get there, we see that and we think, great, but they don't realize that we're not look, seeing all of the no's and the difficulties and um, um, the schooling and all the challenges to it. So, uh, so understanding that is great. And I think that a lot of that probably would come from knowing what it's going to be like for your girls. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and you know what? And as somebody who, I mean, as a writer, I've, I've had to struggle and scratch and climb and that. And I will tell you that um, there's pride in that. There's feeling proud uh, in, in that, that you've, you've done it and you've tried and you've had drive. So instilling that in them is, is paramount, I think. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. I give anyone who gets on stage or you know puts a pen to a paper or hits the keyboard for them when's facing a blank page i give them so much respect oh, me too wow um it's a gift it is it is i'm a behind the scenes girl myself <laughs> it's <laughs> it, it's a gift combined with 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 discipline um and i think that you you both understand that and i think i think that's great now you work together yes um, we do how do you manage that? I only ask that because David and I do so much together and everyone's always ask us, how is it working together all the time? What, what are some of the things that you do to, to manage that? Well, I mean, A, we like each other. <laughs> and then, um, but I think we do very different things. For sure. You know, Jill's a designer. Um, you know, I'm much more of a, a writer and, and, you know, um, marketer, if you mm-hmm. would. Um, but, you know, I'm more we, tortured than he is. Yes, yeah. the comic relief. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. How so? Talk about that a little. Um, I definitely approach a problem from many angles. I think about it a lot. I talk about it a lot. Um, I sketch a lot. Um, I second guess a lot. All to really solve the problem. For the client, um, so it's I'm I'm am more of a tortured artist. Yeah. Where where Neil is much more of a champion of his domain, I sort of work at work at that harder than he does. I think. Talk about what you mean by sketching when you're when you're dealing with uh, like a project like like um, um, Broadway comes to chagrin. Right. What what do you what do you mean by sketching? Everything, I am a visual thinker. Everything I do, I put down on paper. So if we talk about um, how things are going to flow for the course of the day, I write it all down and I draw little diagrams and maps. And I love that. I love that so much. (laughs) Keep going. (laughs) (laughs) So I I see pictures. So I'm, I'm very visual. So when I think about a process, I see it in terms of pictures, photographs, pathways, images. Dry erase boards with different um, colored markers. PowerPoint. I'm sorry, I'm just not, going through all of my Not a PowerPoint, <laughs> no. Probably de- um, on a computer, um, infographics, dots and lines and dashes and circles. Well, and, and, and also more you know. literal, like with Broadway Comes to Chagrin, um, she came up with the whole visual theme of the subway, you know, of... Bringing literally bringing Broadway to Chagrin with you know the a takeoff on the subway map and the last stop being 
chagrin. Nice. Um, with Broadway Princess Party, which is the current production. Um, now, they're a phenomenal entity in themselves, and they have wonderful assets, pre, like a prepackaged assets, sure. but you have to customize them. Right. And then we also have the addition of adding Corey Cott, um, who is also part of Home Fires Burning, which right. is awesome. Um, so it's just, you know, there was a package to to market and advertise um, Broadway Princess Party at Gilmore. Um, you know, so Jill does all that. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Wow. I, I love that, Jill. I really, really do. Um, I remember I, I read... Um, this book by Sherwood Schwartz. Do you know who he is? Oh, yeah. Mm. The guy who did The Brady Bunch. The Brady Bunch, yes. And he, he wrote that he wrote The Brady Bunch by making, creating a piece of, this is back before you could do this on your computer, but like drawing like six boxes, uh, side three, three side by side, and then just doing each individual act of the episode of The Brady Bunch. That's how he wrote the Brady Bunch. Huh, huh. Isn't that why? I mean, it's. I just think it's so interesting to to listen to and find out about how people work because a lot of people don't realize that creativity can be um, like that mathematical, mm. um, it, and it comes in all different forms. Whatever you get, whatever gets you there, works. Mm-hmm. Right. And you're going to get to the exact same. Well, maybe not the same uh, conclusion or the same end, but um, if if that's what you need to do, I think it's excellent. I work in very, very odd ways and very, very different from David. Um, I'm very cerebral about it. Probably, I don't know who, who's the more cerebral one of the two of you. Would that be you, Jill? Because I think so. I feel like you're internal. You're more internal <laughs> yes. and overthinking it. Yeah. Yes. And then um, you know, and David's more. You know, oh, he's, he's very like free with everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. Yeah, Neil will go for a walk. I'll he'll go walk, for a walk the dog. Come up he'll ideas, go for a drive, or, and yeah. and he'll come back. And he's like, "Oh, I have an idea." Uh, yeah. Excellent. Sometimes you just have to turn it off to turn it on. Right. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is the title of your autobiography. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you have to turn it off to turn it on. I love that. Um, what have the two of you learned the most individually um, through the process of? creating and developing home fires burning. What, talk about something that maybe surprised you that you didn't know about yourself that you learned. Hmm. I think one of the, the nice things that, that surprised me, I guess, is that you know, of everyone, when, when people do literally work together well from all different aspects, I mean, we've got you know, Corey Cott, who's a Broadway star. We've got, you know, we're marketing, advertising, business people. Um, you got Gary Gottfried, who's, um, you know, just the, the great um, connector. Connector. You know, his connections have, have helped with, you know, venues and, and connecting with talent and other talent and also making the connectivity of the Cleveland with this talent. Um, and then you've got Pat Hanish, who's got a musical, you know, uh, 
you know, her musical direction and her musical knowledge is unbelievable. And then you got Rob Sapp, who is just a, you know, another Broadway star, but it also, you know, has a gift for directing and producing. I mean, talk about knowing what needs to be done. Um, there's very different people, and to have them, you know, when we first started working out, it was like, you know, it was a little bit of little rascals. Let's put on a show, <laughs> right? And um, and it it really comes together, and it's like we get together, and everyone does what they needs need what needs to be done. Um, you know, Corey, you know, was like, hey, I'll go run and get snacks, you know, <laughs> and uh, you know, it's like, no, no, that's all right, and and I don't know, I just think that was it was that everyone stepped up. And, and continues to step up no matter what needs to be done. That was a really happy surprise. Um, that you know you hope that happens, but you know you never know. So it was it was good, and we brought all these people together, and we really genuinely enjoy working with each other. Good. What about you, Jill? I'm amazed at how much people know in a given profession that. Hmm. Pat can walk into a theater and we had Rob on FaceTime and we showed him the space and within 10 minutes, they're, why don't we do this and close the curtains and lower this over here and put the piano over there and boom. They, it was just all this experience. It's just fascinating to me that they are so good at what they do. Now, are you like me and before you meet with that person... In your mind, you're worrying about all that stuff. You're like, what are we going to do here? We're going to do that. And then all of a sudden, this, this person comes in, and they've got it all figured out within three minutes. And you're like, oh, do you ever do that? Because uh, I do that all the time. Yeah. Yeah, I think we worry about a lot of things. I think yeah. so. <laughs> and, then you can, and then you connect with the, with the yeah, professional. Right. And they've right. Got, all got it solved in five minutes. You're like, why don't I do all that worrying? But you kind of have to because you never know. Right. right. You know, you never know when you may be called upon to... Have to take care of that. The the one other thing that, that really came up out of this um, is the that was surprising was the amount of talent that has come out of this area in mm. northeastern Ohio. I mean, there's the I mean the the con, the connections to Broadway in particular are unbelievable. You, know, you can't swing a dead cat without hitting a Broadway star in this area. Now. Uh, <laughs> it's it's true. I mean, I'm I, I read a lot of the the bios and playbills and it. Quite often, people come from from Ohio. Right mm-hmm. um, here, Cincinnati uh, is a big city for that, and um, that's great. Yeah, it's great. It's really it's, it's fun. That's that's excellent, and I'm glad that you are making those connections. It's it's super cool. Um, now, I asked your colleague Pat Hainish this question, but I'm going to ask you too. What is your hope for the future of theater? Hmm. I, I, for me, I hope it continues to be accessible. Um, we are lucky enough because, you know, I, I grew up outside of New York. My parents took me to Broadway shows um, and the same Jill mm-hmm. was in the area as well when she was growing up. Um, so I was exposed to it. But there are a lot of people that, you know, and, and again, Broadway is only a fraction of theater and there's great theater everywhere. Um, but people to be exposed to a live performance of some kind, whether it's a concert or a show or a reading or a anything. It's just, it's, there's something magical about that. And people, the more people see it, the more people will appreciate it, I think. And it's just, it, I hope it becomes more and more accessible. 
and I, I think it is. I think it's becoming that way. I hope it continues that way. I agree. In spite of what a lot of people, or not a lot, but a few people want to do to theater and the arts, um, I don't. I don't think they'll overcome that that tidal wave of interest. Mm-hmm. Jill, it's a hard question. Um, I hope that parents will continue to take their children and teach them about the magnitude of the gift of, that was given to the people on stage and the talent and what it took for them to get there and how to be respectful in an audience, um, how it's a wonder to go to the theater. So that it's, it's, it's nice to be able to know that you can go whenever you want to and that theater is for everyone, but when you're there, it's, it's an honor. Mm-hmm. It's an honor to watch the people on stage you don't get up and you leave while they're still taking their curtain call. You right. teach your children to be respectful and to really embrace the experience from start to finish. Well, I very definitely can vouch for the fact that you both have done that. Having worked uh, very closely with uh, two of your daughters, um, and I'm sure Fiona is not far behind, um, <laughs> I, I know that they both are they're, they're both great artists. They're smart. They're very, very respectful of, of everyone, um, at least when they're with me. Of course, I'm not their parent, but, but they've, they've been great, and they, and they love theater. And they so um, not only are you doing that or trying to do that for everyone, for, for home fires burning, you have walked the walk. And you're taking that and you're applying it to what you're doing now. I don't know if you realized you're doing that, but I just made that connection for you. But <laughs> it, it really is, it, it just, it shows. Oh, that's Thank a nice you. thing to say. I want you to know that. So, um, well, you were both awesome. Great job on your interview. Uh, thank you for being with us, Neil and Jill Markey from Home Fires Burning. Thanks, Sean. Thank you, Sean. What great guests. I love interviewing the people who pull it all together behind the scenes. It's an unsung side of theater production most don't often hear about, and these pros do just as much work as the folks you see on stage. And, by the way, those on-stage folks will usually be the first to tell you that. I had a marvelous time interviewing them all. Well, folks, the proverbial 11 o'clock number has been sung and the bows have been taken, so it's time to lower the curtain. You can find Pat Hainish and Jill and Neil Markey on Facebook. As for this show, you can find more episodes of Your Program Is Your Ticket at facebook.com backslash Your Program Is Your Ticket. I'm on Twitter at at Program Ticket. The website is yourprogramisyourticket.com. And I'm on iTunes and SoundCloud. Please write me a review, give me a rating, subscribe. It all helps with my profile and I appreciate it. Folks, take a little time to see a show this week. And remember, theater is for everyone. Until our next show... Good night, theater people, and perfect. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now 
and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.